We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Say Metro by T-Mobile. Got the best deal in wireless. And it's all for you. All for me. Just switch quickly. Because Metro has two lines for 80. And two Samsung Galaxy J7 Star phones for free. Plus Amazon Prime included. That's the way wireless should be. Only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. $50 plus rate plan required. Not valid for numbers currently on T-Mobile Network or on Metro in past 90 days. Offer subject to change. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 per month value. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dynasty Tradecast. I'm your host, Nathan Powell. I'm not Eric Bertzlaff, as you can tell, so we do not have Mr. Eric today. We also do not have our good friend Dan Senio today. I am joined by my good friend, the Dynasty Dude himself, Dynasty Dudes Reunited, Russell Clay. How's it going tonight, my friend? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not the solo Dynasty Dude. There is no, well, there actually is a solo Dynasty Dude. The Gap Factory Labor Day sale is happening now. Hurry in for the best deals of the season. 40 to 75% off everything. Plus doorbusters August 30th through September 2nd only. Tees from $4.99. Logo styles from $16.99. And jeans from $19.99. Shop in-store today at Gap Factory or at GapFactory.com. But we don't, we don't, we don't, you know, we don't hang out with him. It's the Dynasty Dudes with a Z. And uh, we are the crew. Um, For those of you that aren't familiar with me, I've been on twice this twice so far yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i think you're the first uh first ever three-time uh, mm. uh guest on the nice straight cast so mm, that's that's 
it's a positive indicator for me for sure. Um, but I basically just, you know, do nerdy stuff all day. So they decide to bring me on every once in a while. Yep. We do nerdy stuff. And on today's show, before we get into the show, I'll let you know that we are going to be doing a rundown of all the players that were cut uh, this past weekend, guys that are moving teams and how that affects their past teams and their current teams or teams that don't exist if they're a free agent. So before we get into the show, I'll let you know about Draft. If you love fantasy football, then you need to try my new favorite app, Draft. Here's how it works. You do a draft that lasts just for one week and there's no management. Just set it and forget it. That's it. No trades, no waiver wire. Draft even takes care of last-minute injuries for you. Draft starts every couple of minutes, so you can join one right now. And the best part, play for cold, hard cash. Drafts start from just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. No salary caps, play in a real live snake draft, just like uh, you play with your friends in a season-long league. Come and join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in your app store, join a game in minutes, or play right from your computer on PlayDraft.com, whatever you want. For limited time only, only, all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make the, your first deposit. But you have to use my promo code RVRADIO. That's right. Play a real money game for free just using my promo code RVRADIO on your first deposit on draft. Just search draft in the app store or go to playdraft.com and come play with the promo code RVRADIO. All right, Russell. Pause. Hold on. That sounds great. I'm, I'm in on that. What if I like warm money? Like... You know what I'm saying? You said cold, hard cash. What if, like, I'm not even warm, but like room temperature money. Do you think, do you think that would be an issue? Do you think they could get me some of that? Or is it just cold? I think money is kind of like, you know, like the, the glass of water you have before bed. It has to be cold or it's not any good. So mm. uh, if, if you get the cash and it's not cold, then, you know, Walgreens probably won't even take it. You're right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. We can move on now. <laughs> All right, let's get started with some roster cut down shuffle. Uh, we'll start with your boy, our boy, mm. fifth round pick of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, McNichols, uh, Boise State running back who uh, was a draft quitter favorite in the draft. He got drafted by the Buccaneers, got released this past weekend, and got uh, picked up for the San Francisco 49ers practice squad. So let's start with the Buccaneers in the fallback from this. It was evident kind of from, you know, the hard knock stuff and just training camp reports that Nick McNichols was having trouble picking up the playbook. So it was unlikely he was going to affect Doug Martin and Doug Martin and Jaquiz Rogers in year one. But do we have any other thoughts on the future of the Bucks backfield now that McNichols is no longer a part of the equation? Uh, the Bucks backfield, not really, other than it's just extremely unappealing to me in general. But to get back to McNichols, uh, I actually don't think he was a draft Twitter favorite. He was a product. If you did production research, you were a big fan. Um, he was a huge producer at Boise State. Obviously, had you know super productive seasons uh, in in the lower end conferences. You know, he tested out pretty well, but. Even after testing out well and he fell to the fifth round, I felt like, okay, something might be going on here. Uh, Guys like that productive don't normally fall to the fifth. So clearly, you know, he just couldn't pick it up. I think he'll get more opportunities and, and hopefully, you know, he catches on with the 49ers. But man, this is a bad indicator, I'd say, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, th- there are people who try to spin things all sorts of ways, but generally the news from the cuts that came out, it's like if you're not good enough to make a 53-man roster, 
generally a bad thing. So with, with McNichols, like I said, I, I didn't see him entering the equation as far as production in year one, but it is disappointing from a future perspective. This gives Doug Martin, you know, more of a stranglehold on the future of that backfield. Um, and talking about McNichols going to San Francisco, uh, they have Carlos Hyde, they have Matt Breida, Joe Williams, who's on IR now. Uh, so obviously McNichols is on the practice squad right now. Um, do you see any possibility of him getting called up uh, midseason? Oh, man. Well, so the thing with the 49ers is they have Kyle Shanahan there now, and they have a ton of opportunity. They have a ton of snaps. They have a ton of targets open. You know, third down targets, um, slot targets, deep targets. Uh, and you kind of look at Marquise Goodwin. You look at Pierre Garçon. Uh, and there's just – there's not much there, even behind Hyde. I mean, I like Matt Breida, but – how confident are we that he is, you know, an above average NFL back? I mean, I think he could be, but, you know, there's always that chance that he's just not above average. So I think McNichols has a chance to maybe break through there if there are a few injuries, but barring injuries, I don't, I don't see any way he gets off the practice squad this year. Uh, I do want to say quickly, uh, a guy I kind of was intrigued by through the draft process is Victor Bolden. And he actually, I was looking through rosters to maybe snag a last guy before waivers close um, this year. And uh, Victor Bolden actually made this team. Uh, He had two punt return touchdowns in the preseason. So he's kind of someone I'm looking at, you know, in those 30 man dynasty leagues where you might have an extra spot and you have like, some retired player like D'Angelo Williams, maybe you can drop him and pick up a Victor Bolden, who was, you know, an all-purpose guy at Oregon State, went undrafted, but uh, sort of intriguing uh, in that offense. Look at Russell Clay going off script, bringing some knowledge on the Victor Bolden takes, a guy who I had not Mm. heard of before you brought him up like 24 hours ago. So (laughs) uh, let's move on to the next uh, cut down, and that was Matt Jones was released by the Washington Redskins, and he got uh, subsequently picked up by the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Jones is a guy that's been pretty underwhelming in his career so far, but there's not really much in that backfield. There's Frank Gore, who is old, and there's Marlon Mack, who has some promise as a, as a mid-round draft pick, but after that, it's Robert Turbin and nothing else. So I, I think that if there's a scenario where, you know, two or three guys get injured. And yes, that's a, that's maybe a leap of faith, but Matt Jones is now a guy that I was cut. He goes from a guy that I was cutting to a guy that I'm at least, you know, keeping on my roster right now. You keep him on there, but don't you just get so frustrated looking at the Colts like roster? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh my God. It's just ridiculous. How do you, what are you doing? Why is (laughs) Like, it's year six of Andrew Luck or whatever it is, year five. I don't know. Like, why is Jack Doyle your starting tight end? Like, why is Chester Rogers going to be, you know, the third wide receiver in your offense in year five of Andrew Luck? How How is this happening? I don't understand. You have 34-year-old Frank Gore. Marlon Mack does have some promise, but... You know, Matt Jones, like you mentioned, there's just not a lot of resistance potentially in front of him a few injuries or if this luck injury continues to get worse and worse I mean we might just see the Colts tank uh and if if that's the case uh you know Gore might might 
you know, kind of get pushed aside a little bit to see what they have with some of these younger guys. So he's kind of a guy, like you mentioned, you know, in deeper rosters, maybe you can hold on to and see what happens. Because uh, we don't know if Marlon Mack's good. Frank Gore's pretty good still, but who knows how long he'll be able to keep this going. So, yeah, I, I'd say hold him, sure. Yep. So that's pretty much wraps it up on Matt Jones. We'll go to the next guy who is currently still a free agent. Jonathan Williams was one of the more controversial uh, last-minute cuts by the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he's a guy that showed a little bit of promise in year one. That, that was mostly the LaShawn McCoy show. A lot of the metrics Twitter did like him coming out. So uh, Jonathan Williams, do we see him getting on a 53-man roster? Is more of a practice squad situation? And is he still worth keeping on your dynasty rosters? I'm a, I'm a little startled from this still. I, 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 I think you texted me or someone texted me, Jonathan Williams got cut. And I, I thought they were joking because I had just looked at the Bills depth chart and I was like, okay, he's secure. Like, there's no way. Like, this is a great handcuff. And I was like, I, I wasn't on Jonathan Williams before this offseason, but by midsummer, I was, I was pretty in on him as a handcuff. So this was really strange. Uh, he's pretty much done, you know, he did pretty well last year. So, uh, He's still a hold for me. I'm not. I don't think he's a drop whatsoever. But it is certainly a negative indicator, and uh, you know, you certainly don't love it if you had Jonathan Williams and you kind of just hate the Bills right now. Because what are you doing? But whatever, you know. Yeah, I've heard the take that uh, there's a chance that the Bills are just this incompetent that it's not as much of a negative indicator that they're really just screwing up their entire team. So, you know, we, we should judge that on a scale, which, I mean, maybe reaching a bit, but we'll, we'll see if he ends up getting picked up. Obviously, if he doesn't end up getting picked up to a 53-man roster, it means that the rest of the league feels the same way that Buffalo does. And, you know, teams are smart. Like, they shop their players before they release them, especially ones that – you know, seem to have some roster value. So I'd imagine the, the, the Bills shopped around and didn't get anything, uh, you know, any sort of offer for Jonathan Williams before his release. Um, it's another one that kind of seemed as a surprise, but less so because he was a seventh-round pick. He's a guy that a lot of people liked a year ago in, like, the Debbie Twitter t- tight end. That's Bucky Hodges uh, out of Virginia Tech. Uh, he was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. It seemed that with Michael Pruitt no longer there, it was pretty much just Kyle Rudolph and hopefully a, the Bucky Hodges show. Is this was this a surprise cut for you? Do you still like Bucky Hodges, or have you ever liked Bucky Hodges? I didn't really ever get into Bucky Hodges. To be completely honest, I don't. I just don't get into quarterbacks or tight ends in Devi leagues. That's just not. That's just my personal thing. But uh, you know, he's certainly an intriguing physical. Uh, you know, athlete and he tested out amazing. I was, I was very intrigued after the combine, obviously he tested out as, you know, a top tier athlete, but when you sort of break it down and what happened since the combine, it's, it's not looking good for him. Uh, you know, these athletic developmental tight ends hit maybe one in every 20. Uh, but he's certainly a guy you know, I'm not necessarily holding on to, but he's kind of on, you know, the watch list, as you'd say, for the waiver wire. Um, if he does hit the waiver wire, maybe keep a close eye on him. But he's not someone I'm excited about at this stage. 
Yeah, for sure. It would have to be an ideal landing spot uh, for Bucky Hodges and, and on a 53-man roster for me to consider adding him back on my dynasty teams. He would be a cut that in roster cutdowns at dynasty leagues come around the same time as NFL roster cutdowns. So I'd imagine unless it's a super deep, like 30, 32 roster spots, you probably didn't have room for Bucky Hodges on your roster. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. Um, Elijah Hood, North Carolina running back, uh, mm-hmm. who was drafted by the Raiders. Uh, that, that was a situation that it seemed like there was, you know, opportunity. There's Marshawn Lynch, who's old. There's um, uh, DeAndre Washington and Jalen Richard, which they've shown flashes, but certainly not enough to say, oh, that guy can't be passed by another running back. So uh, Hood was dropped and then subsequently picked up on the practice squad. So he's still around with the Raiders, but obviously there's some more hurdles to come. So with, with Elijah Hood, um, any future promise for him or are you, you out on him now? Man, he was a guy I, you know, I got my lunch handed to me because I loved him before the draft. I felt like his production at at UNC was really strong. I felt like the type of player I was watching those three years was a really, really promising power back. Uh, And clearly the NFL does not agree with me there. So he was a seventh round pick. So obviously that's a negative indicator. And then getting cut, I mean, it's it's sort of a a quote unquote cut because obviously they weren't planning on letting him go, but nobody picked him up. No one showed much interest. So there's just not much interest. And when, you know, I look at it, I look at the draft this way. When 32 teams pass on a player six times, you know, that's not good. That is not ever, ever, ever a good thing. You know, I'm tempered. I don't think he's a pickup right now. Uh, Like I sort of, he was sort of a tentative pickup for me before. Not, not so much anymore. I think you just let him sit on the waiver wire for now. Yeah, I agree with that. I will move on to the next one. This guy was a 2015, I'm pretty sure, redraft waiver wire superstar, and that was Jeremy Langford, uh, who kind of took control of that role uh, in 2015, and then was subsequently, uh, you know, lost the job to Jordan Howard last year. He was cut. So a lot of people are Tariq Cohen fans. Um, I, I think this is more of an indicator of Jordan Howard just being the absolute workhorse. Uh, but what are your thoughts on Cohen and Howard post uh, Langford cut? I I think they definitely like Cohen, and I think I could see him getting some snaps. But, yeah, I'm with you. I think it just means Jordan Howard's in for a lot of touches. Uh, You know, (laughs) they don't really have much behind those two. So I I think I was a little surprised to see Langford just let go. Um, But maybe there was a little tension from him kind of losing that job to injury last year and not really getting it back. So you don't know what's going on behind the scenes there. However, um, not good for Jeremy Langford. Obviously, like you mentioned, you know, he he had a pretty promising start to his career, and now it's ugly. Usually players don't recover from this type of fall. So not a guy I'm necessarily interested in. Nope, I am also not interested. And in. another guy that most people will not be interested in is Brad Kaya. Uh, another Debbie. T- I know you said you aren't interested in Debbie's uh, quarterbacks or tight ends, but Kaya was a guy that many people in the Debbie community were excited about at the quarterback position. He ended up dropping in the draft to the seventh round and not making the Detroit Lions roster, but he was picked up on the waiver wire and he, he didn't go through waivers. He got picked up by the Carolina Panthers. He kind of goes from one situation where he had no shot at starting in Detroit behind Matthew Stafford to another situation where he has no shot at starting behind Cam Newton, but he does you know, have a shot at that number two job. Derek Anderson isn't anything to get excited about. And if Cam Newton would get hurt, maybe 
uh, Kaya pre- presents some super flex value. So uh, I, I think that the, this makes him like a guy that might be worth a taxi squad spot if you have a deep taxi squad in a super flex league. But other than that, I think that he's, you know, waiver wire fodder as well. Yeah, deep taxi squad in super flex leagues or on the waiver wire for now. Uh, I mean, you can definitely keep these guys on the watch list. Like if Jalen Richard or or DeAndre Washington goes down early in the year, then you can, you know, and, and Hood gets picked up. Maybe you can sort of make a tentative pickup there or Jeremy Langford goes to a team or something. But all these guys are not ones you want on your rosters right now. There's just more productive players unless you're in, you know, if you're in a 40-man uh, dynasty for some strange reason, then maybe take a look at these guys. But for the most part, none of them are really rosterable. Yeah, that's the tough part because during the rookie draft phase, we, we get these draft crushes, these guys that we like, and they fall in the NFL draft, and then they get cut by their teams. And it's like, oh, we're emotionally invested in that player. But it, it's one of the things with dynasties. You have to you know take the emotion out of it. There's Sometimes the guys you like are going to bust. The guys you like aren't, aren't going to contribute. And that's just kind of uh, how it goes. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have asked me for advice. Usually it's about what team to bet on this week, like the uh, the Steelers or Patriots, Chicago or Detroit. Well, let me tell you this. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. So that's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. MyBookie has been in the business for years, and their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat, you're making money for doing absolutely nothing. I'm an expert at doing that. And they have the fastest payouts, seriously, just two business days. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. Use promo code TRADECAST, T-R-A-D-E-C-A-S-T, to activate uh, the 100% bonus. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And we're going to play a game right now of Dynasty Shark Tank. Now entering the tank a wide receiver that broke out in 2016 after everyone thought he was terrible and he dropped every single pass in the first two years of his career, and then he became good. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. I am, or my company is Devontae Adams, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. After a a rough start to my career that uh, the announcer uh, outlined, I had an amazing season, a top 24 wide receiver season in 2016, and as everyone knows, I have the greatest quarterback to ever step on a field, Aaron Rodgers, as my quarterback. So my future is very bright. And so in exchange for my services, I am looking for a 2018 first plus a piece or an equivalent wide receiver two. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, big dog Russ here. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> uh, you know. When I get rain on my cowboy hat, I ain't happy about nothing. But when I see Devonta Adams catch catch footballs in cold weather, boy, that sure does twist my mustache and stuff. Uh, I, I got an offer for you, my friend. Uh, he's a guy that is sort of like Devonta Adams, except better. So uh, he's a little short guy. He's from Duke. But he's got a lot of heart, and he's in a good offense with with a uh, a good quarterback. Uh, we're looking at Jamison Crowder here, so I'm going to offer you Jamison Crowder and a 2018 second. Hmm, that that's an interesting offer, uh, Russell Clay. Uh, I'll take it under inv- advisement. Uh, I'd love to hear from the other sharks in the room, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Jeremy. 
Yeah, I'm I'm still siding on the Devontae Adams thing here, right? I know everybody's going to be looking for the regression coming from Devontae Adams from a pure touchdown regression perspective. And I like the volume uptake that we're going to see from Jamison Crowder. But a lot of that volume uptick, uptick that we're going to see from Jamison Crowder, it isn't as sticky from year to year. Neither is the uh, Devontae Adams touchdown uh, regression. So I think I'd rather just stay attached to the better quarterback. We still know in 2018, you know, Cousins isn't going to necessarily, um, you know, be attached to Jamison Crowder here. So I'm going I'm to stick with the Devontae Adams side. I think it's both Jerry, are, are very appealing. You don't own Devontae Adams. No, I, I don't own Devontae Adams here, but you, you just bashed you just my, my opinion. <laughs> you just bashed my offer. Now you're gonna now you're gonna make your offer. I see how it goes. All right, let's see your offer, tough guy. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I, I do need somebody of Dave, uh, Devontae Adams' uh, caliber here. So I think if I'm going to offer something up for Devontae Adams here, hold on, I'm going to have to get back over to the roster here. And Jamison Crowder is is fruitful, yes. But here's an interesting take here. Ooh. In, instead of ones in Crowder, what what would one say about the the same offer – but take out Crowder and sub in Dante Moncrief. What would one say then? One would be intrigued by that. Um, but the, the problem with Dante Moncrief is, as we talk about on this show, he's basically a tight end. He just catches passes in the red zone. And he has Andrew Luck, who is hurt right now. I like the Order in the court. He is not a tight end that just touches gets touchdowns. <laughs> okay, he, that's probably more accurate than it actually is. Huh? But... I will say that I, I think I value Moncrief over Jameson Crowder right now. So I will I will counter your offer, uh, Jeremy. And I will go with Devontae Adams and a 2019 first for Dante Moncrief and a 2018 first. You, you see what we were and talking about? You see what we and were talking about? And a 2018 second. There it is. <laughs> Russ, see, he just he just had to go in for the for the extra kill, right? He had to he had to go in and get the extra. The deal at the table wasn't good enough. He had to go out and try to squeak in a little bit more there. Mm. You know, I don't know. It, it's a fair offer, yes. Getting away Dante Moncrief for 2018, where he could probably be a little bit more hindered. I don't know enough about the 2019 class. I'm I'm not as big into the whole Devi thing as as the other fellows in the courtroom are here. I'm I'm really intrigued by the the 2018 draft class, but yeah, uh, you, you know what? Just I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit more uh, liberal in the courtroom today, and if if it means me getting my hands on the number two potentially long term number one target in Green Bay, I think I might go ahead and do that. I, I ask for opinion from the courtroom here, Russ. What do you say? This isn't a courtroom either. <laughs> it's a shark tank. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I, if 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 oh, we're we're in the shark tank now. Well, what if what if we're an aspiring courtroom in the shark tank? Can we well, play that? Well, let me tell you what. This may not be a courtroom, but I certainly have a law degree <laughs> from the local community college. So we'll uh, we'll decide what's going on here. I'll tell you what. You know, the 2018 um, first is probably valuable, but based on, you know, both of those teams, I think it's going to be pretty late. 
I like Devontae Adams. I think he's a pretty solid asset, especially with Rodgers. So, I mean, I don't love trading first, but if you're getting one back as well, even if it's waiting a little longer, I, I don't mind this trade. I actually think that's a pretty fair deal. Yeah, I it, I definitely think it's fair. The only hesitance I would have is giving up draft capital in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I can get that back as I look at my team, for instance. I'm sitting on a guy like Le'Veon Bell, who I'm teetering on, fellas. Am I enjoying that production this year, or am I trying to cash in here? Um, so I, I think, damn it. I think I actually got a trade through with, with Nathan on, on the show. So just for the to clarify, is it with the 18 second or no? Because I, I said it at first and then I added it. But Yeah, no, no. No, no. okay. <laughs> All right. You know, in good faith, I will, I will send that offer over. We have a deal done in the Shark Tank, and we'll move on to our next one. Now entering the tank is a running back who went on the field, has lots of production, but has risks of injury and suspension. There were no more cucumbers at the market, sir. I went down twice, and every single time I went to the market, the only thing I kept thinking about was one Le'Veon Bell. And every time I thought I was going to get the production, I got the production. And going forward, I know I'm going to get the production. But the question is, how long am I going to get the production? And is that production constantly going to be coming from the Pittsburgh Steelers? I think they're going to sign him long term, but I'm not quite certain. And given the construct of my dynasty team here, it looks like I may potentially be in the market for trading one Le'Veon Bell just to be able to see what type of package I can get together. And if it also includes cucumber sandwiches, I might be more inclined to click the accept offer so if i can listen to some offers for one Le'Veon bell i might gladly pay you next tuesday for some cucumber sandwiches wow that's a that's a pitch if i ever, ever heard one <laughs> all right uh i think that uh Le'Veon bell is a guy that's to go by right now uh simply because that i think he's probably the most attractive price out of between zeke bell and dj so if you're gonna invest in a top three running back i think he's the one to do so but I'm looking at my team, and it's sometimes it's just hard to find a match with a specific trade. But I'm going to go ahead and, and give it a throw, uh, give an offer. I am going to offer Keenan Allen, mm-hmm. and and we'll go with Tyler Boyd. So, the, so the offer on the table for Le'Veon Bell is Keenan Allen, who I essentially like as a wide receiver. I liked him as a wide receiver prospect. And the question is whether or not his injuries are a recurrence or not, or a little bit more chance. And I don't quite know the answer to that yet. And I know he's going to get plenty of volume, um, but then you're, you're throwing in another piece here. And I just, I don't, I don't see it. In fact, I think, sir, may I call you, sir? I think we might be a little far off on this one. Well, let's see what Russell has to offer. Well, uh, so a lot of a lot of interesting chatter going on in the Shark Tank so far, and I'm looking to straighten this out here. Uh, you've been getting some weird offers so far, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you something right now that you're gonna be interested in. Uh, now they might be a little long in the tooth, but veterans win fantasy championships is what I've heard. Uh, you know through the grapevine, so. Let's let's think about this for a second. So our, our pal Jamison Crowder, he's back. He 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 just called me on the phone. He said, "Hey Russ, I want out. I'm done. I don't want to resign with you. I'm out." 
So maybe we can do a little discount on him. And then, uh, you know, there's a guy who's, who's ready to recover this year uh, with, with his young, studly, handsome franchise quarterback, and that's Des Bryant. And uh, he's, he's ready to, uh, you know, jump to new heights. So how do you feel about Des Bryant and Jameson Crowder for Le'Veon Bell? It's a very intriguing office, offer, sir. I, I actually like Des Bryant. And if if one were to surmise as to whether or not these cornerback matchups are getting a little bit overplayed in the industry, I might say Des Bryant is a prime example of one with a small sample size. We're on the outskirts of the, the sample. We're really giving too much credence into this whole cornerback mar- uh, matchup thing. So I like Des Bryant. In fact, it's only a month or two older than Terrell Pryor, Terrell, Tyrell. I can never understand if it's Tyrell or Terrell, but I'm going to go with Terrell Pryor. And I think I like the offer. I like Crowder. I like Bryant. I think Bryant is still got, uh, while, while old in the tooth, long in the tooth, I think he's got definitely a few years of production left. So I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by this offer. It's, I ask for a kind, I can't remember if are we in the shark tank or in the tank. Yeah, we're we're in the tank. So if I were to counter said offer, and because Le'Veon Bell, I'm I'm giving up a league winning. We're hoping Des Bryant is going to return to form. So if I were to counter and ask for for a 2018 second, in addition to Des Bryant and Jamison Crowder, would it get it done? So let, let me call Jamison Crowder. Let me see what he what he thinks about this destination. Hello, Jamison. I, I know I know you're angry. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. Okay. 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 How do you feel about going to another team um, in Alaska? Oh, you hate it? Okay. Well, I don't care. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. So I just talked to Jamison, and he's he's ready. Um, so I'm going to throw in that 2018 second. And we're going to get a deal done here? Ooh. Now all of a sudden I'm constantly making deals on this show. And I think I actually <laughs> – I kind of – I might hate myself for doing this show, Sir Powell. I, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to go ahead and click accept. So right. long as the, the, the standing author, I was promised cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> I'm going to get the cucumber sandwiches. Yes. Yes. Then, sir, I think we can break tea and crumpets. Now entering the tank is a tight end that has been dominant for his entire career. All right, guys. I got a good project for you guys today. And, and you know, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the structure of this project. And, and we'll say it's a building. We'll call it the Gronkowski Corp uh, Company LLC. Uh, there's been some debate on the ceilings and maybe some, some rot growing or, or what do they call, uh, what's that stuff that grows in your, uh, when you don't build the house, right. <laughs> and you shower and then, Foundation? yeah, no, 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 whatever. Anyway, fungi? yeah, there's some fungi. Like asbestos. Asbestos. Yeah. yeah. Well, we took care of that. That's all set. Uh, you know, there was some debate on, you know, if people were drinking while we made the foundation, you know that those rumors have been dispelled. So uh, we're looking at we're looking forward. We're looking for a healthy future here for Rob Gronkowski. The foundation is looking strong. 
we got some quarterbacks back there ready to take over for Tom Brady when he leaves. And we got, you know, a fantasy winner for 2017. So, you know, I'm going to be looking for a big package here. Probably all of Nathan's players, <laughs> to be honest. But, uh, you know, surprise me. I, I don't have anything in mind. I'm open-minded. I'm ready to hear, hear some good offers. So what do you got for me? All right. I'll start off the bidding with something that Russell's going to decline immediately. But here we go. I'm going to offer him two of his best friends, his number one best friend from the University of Alabama, Tennessee Titans running back Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. and his other best friend, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, USC wide receiver, now playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and a 2019 third-round pick. My ears are open. I'm, I'm still waiting. Is that the end of the offer, or were there more things coming my way? That, that was it. That was the offer. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get on the phone with Jamison Crowder and see what he has to say. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you. Hold on. I'll be right back. Yeah. Jamison. Um, it, it's, it's Russ again. Um, oh, oh, you don't want to. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Bye. Um, did he, did he just hang up on you? Yeah. He hung up on me. He's, he's, he's on the plane. So he he's getting on the plane. He said he'd call me back after, but, uh, he, he's happy to be going to Alaska. So that's good. <laughs> Um, I like Derrick Henry. I love Juju Smith-Schuster. I just don't think uh, I don't think that's enough for me. I'm I'm a win now team, so I I can't really you know trade for youth right now. So I appreciate that offer. I'm gonna counter. Um, let's see what we got here. So I'm gonna counter for. It looks like you got a nice a nice stable of uh, thoroughbred running backs in your uh, over here. So I'm I'm gonna send out Rob Gronkowski for Melvin Gordon. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Now tell me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm going to pass for now. Uh, I'd like to hear what Jeremy's going to offer you. All right, fellas. I got the goods. I'm going to bring the goods, y'all. This is what I'm talking about here. Okay, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. All right, here we go. All right. You mentioned that you want to get some production, right? I I, I don't want to detour away from your production, all right? But I got I got a nice little package here that it might pique your interest here, okay? So what if, just what if, if you put your mind to it, listen to it, Rob Gronkowski for one, Dante Moncrief, a Jeremy Macklin. You already traded Dante yeah. Moncrief. You can't trade him twice. <laughs> he's, okay, okay, hold on. He's All diversifying. Right. All right. So, so, so uh, uh, we're apparently in the same episode of Shark Tank then. So, all right. I, can, I can't trade away Moncrief twice. All right. So, I'm going to go Jeremy Macklin, Kenny Galladay, and a 2018 okay. second. Hmm. All right. So let me let me hear this out for a second. Can I can I ask are are you a weed salesman? Is that is, is that what I want to talk to Samson. <laughs> Cuz if that's what you're going for there, I feel like I've met that person before. <laughs> yo, yo, I got it. I got it. I got you some gummies, bro. Uh anyway, 
that's and, and, not, don't don't mess with the gummies. Don't 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 mess with the new wave stuff. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta we just gotta keep it green in here. You know what I'm saying? Now hold right. on, I got I got another offer for you too. I got two more offers because I I want to present you with offers because like you mentioned, I'm I'm slanging it up, right? I got it. I got options. I got what you need. All right, so check all it right, out. Check all it out. Right. What you got? Right. We got Jeremy Macklin. All right, yeah. we got Kenny Galladay in the uh, rookie 2018 second, uh-huh. or Travis Kelsey in a 2018 second. Or, all right, wait for it, wait for it, Brandon Cooks. Oh, yo, let me let me take a look at that. Can I can I look at that real quick? Can I look you at that? Take, off you take all the you yeah, take all the time you need. Let me give you a sample. Just, right. just, just yeah, let me peek yeah, let me see that. Part. All right, cool. All right, all right. Looks good. Looks good. Wait, elevate your mind. I, I see st- seeds and stems, bro. What the hell is this? Oh, you must have got that from Nathan, bro. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, I'm I'm much more interested in some of those secondary offers. Uh, I'm a big Brandon Cooks guy. I have been for a while, and I would be intrigued uh, by that offer. Um, uh. So Gronk for Cooks and a 2018 third is my counter. Now, just because you countered with Brandon Cooks, I just want to make this clear, right? I mean, it's Brandon Cooks, not Brandon Cook. All right, that's that's a whole nother. I don't get. Yeah, I don't bro. get into that. I don't get yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, I dig, bro. No, no, oh. we're not getting into that. No, okay. no, no. Okay. Yeah. So. Countering for the 2000 and, mm, man, you know, I, I don't know. I got to go talk to Samson. If I you tell got, Samson. Yeah, you got set prices, right? Yeah, I got you, man. That's cool. All right, all right. Let's do let's do Cooks for Gronk. I'm in. I'm in. You, you got yourself a deal. Holla back, son. Word, word. There we go. Uh, a first time ever. Uh, I think we made three trades in the Dynasty Shark Tank. Um, that may have been the most crazy episode we've done yet. Um <laughs> No Eric or Dan here to, to witness it. Um, this is going to be a very fun episode to edit, so you will all enjoy that. Um, I'd like to thank – I don't think I introduced you, Jeremy, that you are uh, Jeremy Hart, uh, fantasy gumshoe of the Rotoviz mailbag. I don't think I ever did that at the beginning of the show, so I might have to put that in at the beginning as well. So, um, yes, very happy to have you on, Jeremy. Thanks for coming on for the second half of that very fun rendition of Dynasty Shark Tank slash courtroom because we kept on saying courtroom and there were some weird accents. <laughs> and I'd yeah. like to thank the first ever three-time guest of the Dynasty Tradecast, Russell J. Clay. Uh, thanks for coming on, my, my friends. Absolutely. It was fun. Yeah, I, I just appreciate right. the time and uh, coming on. Uh, uh, I don't think I've ever done a Dynasty Tradecast. Nathan, I know I've had you on on the mailbag, so uh, honored and privileged to come on this one. And Russell, I think I'm going to have to hit you up soon uh, to, to get some time with you as well, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, we can just uh, uh, keep podcasting for many more. Absolutely. There we go. We'll see you next week. The Gap Factory Labor Day sale is happening now. Hurry in for the best deals of the season. 40 to 75% off everything. Plus doorbusters August 30th through September 2nd only. Tees from $4.99. Logo styles from $16.99. And jeans from $19.99. Shop in-store today at Gap Factory or at GapFactory.com. 
They call you the grill master. You've seared the thickest porterhouse in the butcher shop. And as you lift that first forkful to your mouth, you savor the moment. To get amazing offers during the Mercedes-Benz summer event, like the 2019 C-Class sedan and GLC SUV. The perfect recipes of driving performance. Plus, you can enjoy six months of Sirius XM All Access included. The Mercedes-Benz summer event. Now serving limited time offers on a select lineup of vehicles. Offers end September 3rd. Mercedes-Benz. The best or nothing. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.